Hi, I'm Emma. I'm Steph. And this is... I don't believe it. Woohoo! Okay, right. Give me what, a false beer. Sham beer. This is day 16 of... Did I say 16 earlier? I think I did, didn't I? Mm. Yeah. You're relying yeah. on me to remember stuff. Okay, it's day something of, the, of my <laughs> alcohol-free challenge. So we've got more alcohol-free bits. So this time we've got... An IPA alcohol-free. Oh, no, hang on. Maybe it's... Weeder creative browery it says that on the top yeah. so i think so yes it's i think german <laughs> <laughs> fine i like the bottle it's got like cool yeah. waves on it oh oh that's well nice actually alcohol fry and aromantensive passen wunderbar Sorry, Germany. <laughs> that is what it says. Wunderbar! I love Wunderbar. that word. Okay, let's have a crack on this thing. I think that's well nice, you know. Oh my God, I wouldn't know that there was no alcohol yeah. in that. That's actually gorgeous. I am a fan of that one. I am a fan. That is really... Because I am <laughs> gasping for a bit. That is bloody lovely. And that's, that's hit the spot. I really hope the other one's just as good. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to taste really, really bland. Mm. This is this is really nice. So it's, thank you. Some would say it's Wunderbar. Curvida. Mm. Creative... I just did exactly what you did. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. That's what I heard. I know German people. They told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now that I've sufficiently um, spe- talked enough shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to talk about an actual disaster today, folks. Fakari. Have you heard of Fakari before? Um, no. No. Okay. Fakari. It sounds like an Italian insult. Fakari. Oh, uh, it kind of does, yeah. Mm. Oh, no, is it, it Italian? No. No, no. It's a Mari word. It's a what word? Mari. 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 You know, um, New Zealand. Oh, like Maori. Yeah, yeah but okay. it's Mari. Mari. Oh, Mari. well. Mm. I'm so interested already. I'm in right. already. Mm. So it's it's a. Uh, it translates to White Island. It's a volcano. Okay, yeah. Off the edge of New Zealand. So uh, we start our story in a close-knit community town called... I actually had to... Look, I had to write how you pronounce it for myself. <laughs> Fakatani. That's clever. Yeah. I like that you did that. Big brains. Mm-hmm. Fakatani. Um, I bet I've got it wrong as well. Uh, it's just down the coast from Auckland on the east side of the North Island of New Zealand. Okay. Now, there are about 48% of the population are Māori, and the rest aren't. Um, but the two communities... <laughs> and the rest Obviously. nobody gives a fuck about. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're just New Zealand. Um, they are, like, the two communities sort of live in harmony and have great sort of respect for each other's... Yeah. Um, cultures. Respective nice. cultures. Now, across from Fakatar... already got it right. Uh, already got it wrong. Fakatane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to struggle when I scroll and it's not there anymore. Mm. Let's call it Facktown and then, like, we'll shorten it and then we can say it. Facktown. Mm. 
I mean, that sounds like a slur. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> F town? Fuckatani. No. Okay. It's not an F, it's a W. Oh. It's spelled with a W. It's oh. just fuckatani. Well, I'm just chatting bare shit then. To be fair, it does sound like an F. Mm. But yeah, so across from there, there's a small island with an active volcano on it, and it's Bakari, which in English translates to White Island, as I said. Um, it's about 48 kilometres off the coast of Fakatane. So Fakatane thrives on the adventure tourism that comes with people wanting to visit mm-hmm. Bakari, because you can actually go on tours on top of it. On top of the volcano? Yeah. Ooh, snap! It's mostly underwater. Oh. So there's like a little bit of island, and then there's the crater, and like you can go and have a look at it. And I think that would be quite cool. Mm. Yeah, it does sound really cool. Yeah. Mm. It's not. Did you say it's not? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and you'll find out why. <laughs> I did, Next time. I did start by going, disaster! So... Yeah, yeah that should have been a giveaway. Mm. I do this all the time, don't I? Yeah, you do. Oh my God. Yeah. Well... You could do a little, I'm a flailer. A little video of Emma yeah. gesticulates. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's so. Beca- Just that again. <laughs> that was mostly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Pakistani thrives on the adventure tourism that comes from people wanting to visit Bakari. Uh, there's hotels, restaurants, shops all over named White Island and White Island. This. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, a lot of the local residents worked as tour guides. Uh, for those who wanted to go and explore the volcano. It's basically like a pool of steaming liquid. It's like acid. Oh, sulfur, right, okay. Sulfur. Um, <gasps> oh. Inside the crater. And the ground and rock faces like greys, browns, greens, yellows, wow. reds and oranges. Um, and there's always like a steam cloud above the island. It always looks like there's oh. a cloud above it. Now in uh, the Maori cu- culture, um, they are descendants of the mountains so they feel like it's their responsibility to um protect it and look after it and so on and so forth right now on the day of the eruption Mm -mm. mm -hmm, on the day of the eruption uh people were going over to visit it on tours did they know it was kicking off yeah i don't well, I don't know if that was well, a sarc- well, like, no, sarcastic... No, they're yeah, not well, going to know. Why would you go onto a volcano if it's erupting? They didn't know. People are idiots, though. You that know, like, people are storm chasers. They go right into, like, tornadoes and shit, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, that is true. I just but thought yeah, maybe no. they were dickheads. No, no, no. Right. No. no, so the um, they wanted to go over and, and visit. There was three separate groups that went over. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the sea was so choppy that they were literally, like, up and down in the in the boat takes about an hour and a half to get to the island from mainland new zealand um now when you look at it it, unless you knew it was volcano you wouldn't necessarily know it was volcano just looks like a weird round valley yeah um because like one side's open and then it's just like the edge of the the crate a bit um so like to the untrained eye you just without the heat of it you wouldn't know yeah okay um now the reason for this is the majority of the volcano is underwater. It's a stratovolcano or a composite volcano. So it's built up of alternate layers of viscous, sticky lava that doesn't flow very easily uh-huh. and then ash like oh, right, okay. on right. top of each other. So it's not like the ones in Hawaii and the Galapagos Islands where the lava runs really far and wide. Okay. Um, it's like the type of the volcano. You know Pompeii? Yeah. Yes, you know what happened in Pompeii. Everyone just got mummified under yeah. the ash. It's yeah. that kind of. Oh, 
Volcano. See, I always wondered why didn't they run? Okay, mm. right. Yeah, so I it just basically there. spews out and it just fucking coats everything. So that's that's what happened in uh, Pompeii. Oh, so it's not a slow moving lava. It's a oh fuck, it's happening lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. it literally just like it comes out in a massive plume and then it just oh, fucking no. goes everywhere. Um, so the the Roman city of Pompeii, for those who don't know, there's a little side story for you. Um, back in August of the year 79 AD, there was a huge ash, stone, and volcanic gas eruption from the volcano Vesuvius. Vesuvius. Vesuvius, there we go, thank you. Um, which is located southeast of Naples in Italy. Uh, the eruption is thought to have been one of, one of, if not the most catastrophic eruptions in known history. Um, when I went to the Museum of Manchester, actually, we saw some plaster cast. Did you? Yeah, of, like actual, <gasps> like a dog, sad oh. times. And uh, an actual person who was just mummified under the I think it's fascinating, ash. you know. It's mental. And they're always uncovering new stuff mm. there all the time. Like, there's yeah, something yeah, in the yeah. news just recently. I think they found the first ever example of um, pizza in the world. Oh, like, that we in know Pompeii. of now. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Or the, the first dick... Um, dick what's it called pictorial like um whatever depiction D- thank you yeah <laughs> pictorial I was like, is that a word i was going dictatorial but <laughs> <laughs> dictator no that's not it <laughs> but yeah so there was like people uh trapped like on their way like saddling up their horses and shit getting all their stuff on their horses and they've just been stuck yeah yeah um frozen in time like yes it's cool as fuck now uh unless you were them oh yeah of course how do you say the name of that volcano again? Vesuvius. Vesuvius. <laughs> it's thought to have erupted about 42 times since. Ooh. The last eruption was 1944. Oh, right, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're probably due a Vesuvius. Mm. Glad I don't Tantrum. live in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Vacari. Uh, once everyone got to the island, you could smell the sea, but then an, uh, like a really thick smell of sulphur. Mm. The ground was hot and you could feel the heat and there was steam everywhere. Um, now, before you walk over towards the crater on the island, the tour guides will hand out like hard sweets to like keep the saliva in your mouth so that you won't cough as much and the, the, the vapour won't irritate as much, oh. which to me sounds like backwards because it'll make you salivate more surely, but apparently it helps because um, it's literally sulphur. You go with like gas masks and stuff. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, for me, that would be absolutely enough to no put the fuck out there. Yeah, I don't think I'd be going, if I'm honest. No, me neither. No. no, no, thank you. If I stepped onto an island and the ground was hot and it was a volcano, I'd go, no, take me home. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Let me go home. And you could, like, the smell of sulphur as well, it'd be like, mm. it'd be yeah. instant danger warnings in your head. Exactly. I mean, to be fair, it does look beautiful. Like, some of the tour guides were saying that um, some people literally just go so that they can take a picture for Instagram. Those people really ought to get more hobbies. <laughs> Grow up. Just get your crochet out, God. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd be going there. Um, so all around the island, there's puddles of what looks like bubbling grey mud. Like, so imagine, so the, the only way I can describe it is, imagine download mud, but just a little bit greyer in a witch's cauldron. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I've got it, yeah, I've yeah, got it in my that's head, what it's yeah. like. It's like blob, 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 blob and shit, you know? <laughs> There was a lot of movement that went with that. You bet you can't wait to see it. Blah, blah, blah. It's making me think of the, the... What's the swamp called in the labyrinth? Oh, shit, I don't know. The thick... Have you seen the labyrinth? The one with David Bowie? Yeah. Yeah. There's something... It's the stench. There's something stench. Anyway, it was reminding me of that. That's what I was thinking about. Maybe that's what it is. Um, so, <laughs> they have sulphur chimneys. 
on the right. island. So it's where sulfur's like come up with the steam from underground and then it's fallen to the ground and it's crystallised and it's literally formed over years like chimneys Whoa. where the sulfur steam's like coming out and it's like bright orange, uh, not orange, bright green and yellow, like wow. crystal chimneys, mental. Um, there's like huge patches on the rock face as well where it's come out and it, it looks like from far away it looks like it's covered in grass but it's not it's just all, all it's crystal that's crystallized yeah. wow mental it does look beautiful to be fair i wouldn't mind um seeing it with my own eyes but i don't want to go and stand on a volcano maybe with some really strong binoculars mm-hmm. exactly Use go to Bakatane and be like there it is <laughs> Okay. What's happened to you? Um, <laughs> I just felt I felt my fingers unstick from my face. I'm like, are my eyebrows on my fingers or are they still on my face? <laughs> you can wear it as a mustache. <laughs> did I look really worried then? <laughs> you looked like you were like, hey, where did I get these binoculars from? <laughs> these are really good. <laughs> so uh, usually. The lake, like the sulphur lake, is like a bright bluey green, like a beautiful bluey green. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the day of the eruption, it was just bright white. From and nobody of... had any questions. Like the well, tour guys, they weren't like, hmm, this doesn't look right today. This is the thing. So they, they said um, that sometimes it happens at, at uh... night where ash will come out and it will settle on the on the river, which is what has happened. That's, that's scary. Yeah, itself. I mean, if it's spewing ash... Don't feel like I should be here. Um, but apparently, any time it's erupted, no one had ever been on there. Yeah, so basically, they believed that... Uh, Wakata... Waka, the, the volcano... <laughs> yeah. ...wouldn't hurt people. And she right. did it on purpose. Because there's an Who ancestor did it on spirit. The volcano? The, the volcano wouldn't hurt people. The only time it would ever oh, erupt right. was when people weren't there. Because any time it had erupted, oh. no one was there. So they believed that the the Maori ancestor was was stopping that from happening. Right. Okay. And that would be then why they didn't recognise that this mm. is a warning sign. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, there was warning signs, but um, <laughs> we'll get there. So uh, it was bright white from ash settling on the top of it. Now on the day, the volcano was at level two, which to you and me means fuck all. Mm-hmm. But level three is eruption. Oh, right, mm. so we're, we're quite a way into it then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it had been level two for a little while, um, but they just didn't think it was going to work. I feel like I'm constantly at level two. I'm yeah. just, yeah. just naturally at level yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I haven't erupted today, but I, I might tomorrow. Who knows? No, actually, I haven't today. I haven't. Yay, us. I'm so proud of us. Maybe it's because we knew we were having a beer later. <laughs> um, so level two is basically heightened danger of an eruption. So... The last two prior, the last two eruptions prior to this were 2013, then 2016, mm. and this was late 2019. So it's frequent, and at the minute it's every three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as the first boat uh, on the tour that day was getting ready to head back to mainland New Zealand, so they had been round, what they do is they'll take one group over, and then another group, and then one in the chopper. Bye. They'll just go around in different circuits. So one group will go on the first circuit. Well, there's only so many people you can fit on a boat, isn't there? Um, right. So they'll do three um, three trips each day. Mm-hmm. So the first group uh, was just... get They just got back on the boat. They were on their way. In fact, I don't think they were on their way back to New Zealand. I think they were going round the other side. I think they were going round it. Because um, they were still there, like, in the vicinity. Um, so... 
Second boat was just approaching the top of the crater. When the first boat left, there was 47 people then left on the island. Right. Now, it was described by one of the survivors that day as an intimidating sight. Um, And as the second tour from the second boat was on their way back to the jetty, the third tour group from the helicopter was heading up to see the crater. Yeah. Now, like I said, they had to wear gas masks and they could only spend two to three minutes by the crater because it's literally a bubbling lake of sulfur. It's a pit of hell. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the tour groups on the way back to the jetty noticed a completely silent puff of black smoke. Oh, that's even scarier that it's completely silent. Yeah, I think. exactly. So they had been told by one of the tour guides to like taste the water streams. Um, I don't know. I'm not tasting your smelly water. Well, no, it wasn't like sulfur water. It was like fresh spring water, oh. but you could taste all the minerals in I'll, it. I'll be quiet. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs> Calm yourself down. So, um, I told you, I'm always at level two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple that were on their honeymoon and the... Uh, the husband he had was like taking a video of him leaning down like putting his hand in the lake and then he tasted it and then as he did that there was a a woman uh from the group and she was like whoa look at that and they turned around and it was just this massive clown they're like wow that's pretty cool he said it didn't seem that intimidating um at the time because it was completely silent you'd think Mm. it'd be like do you know what i mean yeah but yeah so (laughs) one more time do you volcano (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah. You have to do all this as well. I, that's exactly how I imagine a volcano looks yeah. and sounds. That's exactly how it mm-hmm. sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Did you watch the documentary? No, Did no, you I'm, s- I'm with you. I'm saying I like well, it. I think that's I, how it sounds. I don't feel like there's anything genuine about that sentence. <laughs> God damn it, you know me too well. I do. <laughs> You're really not very convincing. You wear everything on your face. Oh, it's very Stop annoying that. that. I, can't, I can't help it. I really, do you know, sometimes I really think that I'm doing so good at covering what's on my face and then people are just looking at me like, you think I don't know, you think I'm a dickhead. Mm. Plus your tone of voice. Mm. So, be better. You'd be a shit actor. <laughs> you <too> right. <laughs> okay, so, they saw a completely silent puff of black smoke, probably as tall as a house from what oh. I can gather from the image. So please someone correct me if I'm wrong. But they thought nothing of it. They assumed it was just like a, one of the normal things to happen on my island. Because they'd been watching fucking sulphur chimneys mm-hmm. spew out sulphur yeah. all day. So um, then a huge bang. And one of the survivors described it. I was going to say demonstrated. No. <laughs> described it as like a dementor from Harry Potter. Oh. Um, another black cloud flew into the air. Then another larger explosion. Then the scream of a tour guide to run. <gasps> Oh no, that's mm. the scariest thing. In it. Oh my god, if the people who live there are telling you to run, in it. not, you know, carefully find the exits calmly. Exactly. Then fuck me. Yeah. Oh my god. No, she was literally just like, run. So they all fucking sprinted. As they were running, they could feel the shadow of the explosions behind them um, while they oh ran for their god. lives. So the American couple on their honeymoon took shelter. They managed to find something they could shelter under um, as the ash just fell around them. And in the other group, on their way back uh, to the helicopter, the only option... So the tour guide, the guy who flew the chopper, he was like, run for the water, because the helicopter was fucked. Like, run for the water. Um, So he jumped in the water and just held his breath for as long as he could. Oh, Um, my God. So the... First group on the boat were all in awe of the eruption, thinking, like, what an incredible yeah, moment yeah. to witness. They didn't realise it was an eruption. So they obviously saw this plume of, of smoke and they were like, oh, wow, that's oh. amazing, yeah. Mm. And then as 
it came up it then went down and it just spilled over the edge and started like flying towards them so then it went like very quickly very sinister and all the passengers on the outside deck were like screaming running inside the cabin and the boat sped up significantly (laughs) good (laughs) bye (laughs) see ya right uh, and the plume of ash was so thick that they couldn't see the island at all. Shit. It went up so quickly. And back on the island, it was just black nothingness. Like there was a, there's footage um, on this documentary. Someone's got their phone and it's recording. And you can hear like people screaming like when they're running. Mm. And it, it just goes completely, completely black. Um, now, they had to hold the gas masks to their face and hope for the best. And they were literally burning alive. Oh, my God. Um, they were absolutely certain they were going to die there. Two to three minutes later, the eruption settled. But that two to three minutes is such a long time when you're on fire. Literally, yeah. And oh, it's, my God. it's sulfur. Just, like, just fucking terrifying. So the couple on their honeymoon, thankfully, they both survived. But their burns were catastrophic, <gasps> as were many others. Um, the steam was around 200 degrees Celsius. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, people had chunks of skin flopping <gasps> off their limbs. Like, literally. I always grab my ears when that would... Yeah. <laughs> no! I don't know why you do that. <laughs> don't let me hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, the the skin was just, like, oh. f- falling off them. I can't imagine not only what that felt like, but what it was like to see a loved one in that situation. Oh, God. Horrible. Um, so once the eruption settled, there was only like light ash falling from the sky. So one of the tour guides realized that this was the chance to make a run for it. The one who screamed run, um, she was like, let's do it. We need to get ourselves to the J, um, just in case it's a pre-eruption, like there could be more coming. Oh yeah. So. Oh God. The trouble, um, with the help that was called for. So the first tour boat, they called the skipper. It's 90 minutes away. Oh. By boat. So trying to get across to actually help them. Also, you can't see where you're going. You don't know what's happening with the volcano because you can't yeah. see the island if it's all in black. Mm. Like, and you've got to find a, a captain or something that is willing to go there because they've got families at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. I mean, to be fair, the guy who was on response, he got straight into the boat really? and, and set off. But wow. 90 minutes, like he's like... If you have if you have burns that bad, then oh God, you might not yeah, survive yeah. until I get there. Let alone bringing you back. Mm. That's literally three hours yeah, yeah. to get to safety with that so, kind of burn as well. Exactly, oh. like your skin flopping off. Like mm. Jesus Christ. Now, um, yeah. So from Wakatane to White Island, it's ninety minutes. So help is coming, but it's not going to get there quick. Now by helicopter, it takes about twenty minutes to fly, um, and thankfully there was a rescue helicopter on the way. Oof. I know you're probably thinking there's also a helicopter on the island to get people so, like who are injured yeah. to where they can, can get help. But there was some footage from someone on the first tour boat and it had been pushed back and all the propellers were warped out of shape oh. from the eruption. Oh, my gosh. Imagine what that does to a person. Like, if it's done that to a fucking... It's mental. And the other thing I was thinking about is um, volcanic ash. Like, so when the Icelandic volcano erupted... Uh, I can't remember when it was. A lot of years ago now. Mm. Um like flights around the world were downed for weeks like you couldn't fly anywhere because of the volcanic ash so i was thinking Mm. like how can the helicopter fly in that really does it not fuck it up well this is the thing like it was it was such a short eruption it settled quite quickly sort of Mm -hmm. sort of 
but it wasn't quite big enough for it to like go over New Zealand or anything. Uh, like it, okay. it was quite um, contained. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the word. Quite contained, but I just, I just can't like I can't imagine the horror at this point because people who live on the island and people who also work on the tours like people on the boat like the tour guides on the boat like are my friends dead mm. like what yeah how, what do you do with yourself yeah. i'd have a beer <laughs> you know i'd actually forgotten to shoehorn it in and have you just done it on the and fly and i've just done it on the fly oh my god do you know what you're a podcasting professional now. i know right right well how about you have a lucky saint, unfiltered lager. Who are? Uh. 53 calories. Oh. Whew. Progressively crafted with over 400 years of proud brewing heritage, we leave our beer unfiltered for maximum flavour, even without the alcohol. Mm. We're looking for maximum flavour, aren't yeah. we? And where are these guys from? Brewed in Germany. Oh. There's a bit of, sa- bit of sourness in there. Mm. I quite like it. I was just like, hmm, what does that does say? Smell, that thing that you've already read It smells a bit sour as well. It does, yeah. Maybe it's because it's unfiltered, I don't know. It's nice, that. Both beers. Biscuity malts and a oh. smooth citrus hop finish. I would say both of them. Are a winner. Uh, beers that I would 100% drink and not know they didn't have alcohol in. Yeah. So that's much better than last week where I was mm. like, hmm, not sure about either of these. Yeah. Is the alcohol-free journey ever going to be for me mm. that would take me one step closer these yeah. two beers this week 100 percent. looks like we're gonna have to move to germany if we want to quit drinking <laughs> that's it yeah. <laughs> and just bury our heads in the sand when it's Oktoberfest. no that'd be like our christmas <laughs> we're allowed beers on oh Oktoberfest. you know what the germans do halloween mint as well do they yeah maybe we're doing it wrong like, why are we um, here um my ex is um, mum and her husband was German mm. and they used to go every year and they have like um, like a carnival at Halloween and they have like people all dressed up all spooky doing this oh carnival my God. Stuff. it looked sick that is sehr gut <laughs> wunderbar <laughs> wunderbar <laughs> stop flailing <laughs> so when the eruption happened one of the groups was about 100 to 150 metres from the crater a family oh. of four was part of that group. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So after the eruption, the youngest, the daughter, was nowhere to be seen. Oh, fuck me. The father was struggling with his gas mask and the mother was lying on the ground not moving. Jesus. So those who were okay were just panicking, trying to help those who were on the island during the eruption to get home to safety. Um, and as they were being helped onto the little life rafts, like, obviously chunks were coming off of them oh, and shit fuck it, no. there was little rafts that would take you to to and from the jetty um and obviously you'd have to go in in parts but people were like shoving each other out the way so that uh, they could get well which is women and children first um <laughs> so the the couple that were on their honeymoon they had to wait for the second um but they got they got over onto there they needed to get there as soon as possible because what just nearly killed them may be a precursor to something much yeah. bigger and far more sinister. That's what and I'd obviously, be worried about. The quicker they get medical attention, the less likely they are to die. So the survival rate of someone with burns over forty five percent of their bodies is incredibly slim. There was people who were eighty percent to one hundred percent burned, like their whole bodies burned, oh, and God. through their clothes as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. because of course, of yeah. Um, the tour guide 
so she was wearing shorts and boots and her entire leg is just completely scarred um so it was a good job she had her sunglasses on because she held her gas mask and her glasses to her face there's like tiny bits on her face but you can't really tell and her entire arms are are just fucked the backs of her knees are the only bits that aren't burnt because she was squatting down trying to get shelter like you know where it's like like i burnt my hand quite severely a few months back Mm. and it was so unbelievably painful. Like, I thought I was going to have to go to uh, yeah, yeah. and stuff. I was like, I, it was just, it was burning. And that was just off steam. Like, normal steam microwave the steam. That is, I cannot imagine that level of pain. Steam and liquid burns are the worst kind of burn. Like, a from, from like a hot surface, you can pull your hand away, but the steam will stay on your hand uh, until it calms, it, until it cools down. This is why you fucking hate steam. I fucking hate steam, I do, and <laughs> I do even more now. Bloody bastard steam. So, yeah, so they were dealing with people who weren't likely to make it back to shore um, alive. So, a horrifically terrifying thought to have to face. Like, you don't want this reality and you can't help them because but it's doubtful that they'll survive so like mm. what do you do do you try and get someone else who's more likely to survive onto the oh boat God. or like what what a decision to have e- to make exactly like do you get here in time like what 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 are we gonna do um Ooh, it's like captain tim like do we let mm, him go or do we not exactly yeah um so 30 minutes after the eruption the first boat made its trip back to the mainland hoping that all passengers would survive loads of people sprang into action um, there is uh, a father and son who was on the boat uh, no sorry father and daughter and they're both first aid trains so mm. he was like we're first aid train can we come and help and he was like it's the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life like what what do we do like they were just trying to pour water on the burns to try and Oof. like soothe it there wasn't really anything they could do well, what can you do yeah the woman from the from the couple um, she was saying I'm not going to make it so I'm oh. not going to I'm not going to make it. And her her husband was much, much worse burnt, but the adrenaline just took over. Yeah, yeah. And he, he just needed to protect her and keep her alive. Now, there's commercial helicopter pilots that had access to a chopper, so they just got in it. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, we're going to go and we're going to help. They grabbed as many masks as they could, uh, and water as they could find and rushed to the island to help. Not only that, but John F- Fennell... An airplane pilot rushed out there without a second thought to act as a communication system. So obviously there's no phone signal on a volcano. Um, so they needed five G is it? Okay. So they needed someone in the air to be communicating with them on right. on the ground and then communicating back with the yeah. uh, authorities that were on their way to help. Um, so he was circling and commu- uh, and communicating back and forth. Now for those on the island, the screams and the crying slowly died down. People all around were just passing away um oh jesus the son and the brother uh, sorry this yeah the son or brother from the family of four oh yeah mm-hmm. had to walk away from his parents and just leave them there oh god how old is he um well he must be in his 20s oh no idea where his sister is oh i don't know like don't, he but I don't, he was like it's the hardest thing do? he'd, he'd ever you, done you've got no choice no. really have you, you and it's a good job he left when he did, because when he got back to the shore, like he managed to drag himself across the shore, um, and it was just as so one of the tour guides was sat on the edge, like on the walkie, saying, "I think that's a rat, oh, guys." God. And he just mustered up a scream, and he was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And like got him onto the onto the um, onto the jetty. Yeah, so he managed to get on it right before it departed. 
Now, the heroes in the helicopters, Mark Law, Tim Barrow, and one other pilot, whose name I couldn't find, um, they found somewhere to land, grabbed their masks, and ran to see if there was anyone alive that needed help. So they saw footprints in the like in the ash and stuff and followed them. They found some people who had already passed, some alive and some barely conscious. So they were feeding into the air traffic control so that they could feed back to the ambulance choppers so they could help as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Then the police were like, no, it's a no-fly zone. We're not coming. Oh, right. Well, us civilians will just take care of that then, will well, we? Well, exactly. So they Lovely were... Job. It's a good the job. The fuck do I pay my tax for? Exactly. Like, it's a good job they had... Um, John in the sky because otherwise they would have been like, like sat there just waiting for an ambulance and never would have come oh. honestly so they were just sitting ducks waiting for an ambulance that would never arrive oh, Like, horrible. so what did they do they fucking did it themselves they were like fuck the authorities in their no fly zone I'm going to save these people mm. and all the people that were still alive they got into the three helicopters so five people in the first one sent them on their way Mark then loaded his chopper up, left the island, and then Tim left the island. They were flying as fast as the helicopter could go. I think he said 450 knots. I don't know how fast that is, but it sounded like it was fast from the way that he said it. Mm -hmm. Um, So they managed to get 12 people into the three helicopters, leaving behind no survivors. So the first boat arrived at shore about two hours after the eruption, and paramedics, police, and firefighters were waiting to help in any way that they could to try and hold these people together. Well, they got them to hospital to be treated properly. Two hours is such a long time, isn't it? In it, Oof. exactly. So, meanwhile, the helicopter heroes are on their way with the last twelve survivors. They were told by authorities not to land um, at the hospital; they need to land at the airport. Mark's response was, "Quote: Now nah, we're not doing that. We're going straight to the hospital. That's right. straight out of time. Wasted time." So, emergency services, he said, had already let them down. They weren't risking being let down by them Go again. Go on, lad. Yeah. I want to marry him. Sorry, Paul Stamets. <laughs> no, Paul! I still love Paul. Okay, maybe I should, like, be Mormon or something. They're allowed lots of wives, right? No, they haven't been since, like, the 18-somethings, I think. Oh. But um, Where can I have lots of wives? Husbands? I I'll find it. I think maybe some Middle Eastern countries. Maybe. I'll start a cult. Ooh, do you know what? I feel like I would do well in a cult. As long as it's not a creepy sex cult, I think I would have a nice time in a cult. Like, in a cult or running a cult? No, no, just in it. I don't want to run it. There's so much responsibility. I'll be in your cult. That's fine. If you're in charge of a cult, as long as there's no, like, creepy sex things, I will <laughs> join your uh, monogamous celibate cult. Oh, my God. I could just be... It's not monogamous. No? Oh, no, no polyamorous. Could... Yeah, I'm just... I don't know. I Shout could just be out. poly, couldn't I? You... I mean, you could really... Yeah, you, you don't have to marry these people. No. no. I mean... Paul can be my America husband, and then Mark can be my uh, New Zealand husband. Mm-hmm. Still haven't found one close to home, but we're working on it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Maybe I don't want are one in my own country. Are we working on it? I don't think we are. No, we're not, no. <laughs> <laughs> if we are, we're doing a poor job. <laughs> I feel like we're running screaming in the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so once the civilians uh, who were okay had gotten everyone to emergency services, obviously all of a sudden they realise what's happened um, and what they've witnessed, the gravity of the tragedy um, that they very nearly fell victim to. Mm-hmm. So two of the tour guides, Tippany and uh, Hayden, sadly passed away on the island. Oh. 
And Mark Law believes that it was their footprints that they saw going back and forth because it was oh, in the like ash. Trying, they'd been trying, trying to help, help people. Oh my god! Um, as much as they could before they succumbed <gasps> to their own injuries from the eruption, and they were two like really warm, caring, and kind souls. And it wouldn't be surprising to anyone who knew them that this is what they would have been doing. Now, for Hayden, it was actually his 1,111th trip to the island on the day wow. that he passed. Wow. Mental. One, one, what one, a weird, one. Yeah. What a weird number. Ugh. Yeah. His uh, okay. brother uh, goes out. So I can't remember what the name of the beer, um, but his favourite New Zealand beer. Mm. He goes out every so often on a little jetty uh, with some people and have a crate of them and he'll always put one in the ocean mm. for him. Which I think is really cute. Oh, it's a shame we didn't know we could have. Oh got my one. god, yeah, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll order one. <laughs> that would be cute. See if I can get hold of one. Um, now the couple I mentioned earlier, who were on their honeymoon after eighteen months, were still getting a surgery every month. Wow. Yep. The son... what, eight, so eighteen months later, they're still getting a surgery every month. So they get they're on like the eighteenth surgery or there mm-hmm. or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um... The son of the family I mentioned had 17 surgeries, probably more by now. Jeez. And I shit you not, he looked like he was in a full body cast. You know, like the comical full body cast. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He was literally like that. But without hospital. any cast on. Yeah, it was all just bandaging. Oh. Just completely covered. Um, And he, so his dad was found by Mark Law um, and put in his helicopter. Yeah. Um, but sadly, he passed away oh. in the hospital. His mother passed on the island and his sister was never found. She was never found? No. Oh. Um, so he made a point of make, taking like progress photos as he went along in his recovery in hospital. Mm. Um, he was supposed to be in there for an entire year because he was so, so badly burnt. Um, but all these pictures like would remind him he was only there for two months. God. And he, he survived, obviously. But Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I made it sound like he died after two months. No, no. He, he was only there for two months. Now, the beautiful little things that came of it are the friendships that the survivors have made with oh, each other. Wow. Um, the realisation of their own strength. The couple, Matt and Lauren, Matt has one wrist completely unburnt and the palm of one of Lauren's hands is unburnt from where she clung to his wrist <gasps> throughout the whole thing. Oh, God, that's beautiful. Mm. So her other hand is... She can't make a fist like because it's so badly burnt. Wow. But this one, like her palm... Is fine and his wrist is fine. That would bond you for life. Each other, that. Literally, and there's a, a bit here. So she was holding him like this because she didn't want to lose him. It was just complete blackness, and she she knew she didn't want to lose him. Wow. Um, which is absolutely fucking gorgeous. I think that's <laughs> absolutely is. so beautiful. No, no wedding ring or anything like well, that can compare her, with her that. ring cut off. Yeah, but you've got a literal permanent. He does. Oh. She oh, doesn't. Well, yeah. on the inside of her hand, I suppose, mm. but. Yeah, she had to have her ring cut off and she was so upset about it. Bless her. She was like, please don't cut my wedding ring off. We've just got married. They mm. thought they were going to die on their honeymoon. God. But yeah. It's so I feel like they, they need managed. a new holiday. Mm, yeah. That one doesn't count. No. Let's have a do-over. They, need, they do need a do-over. Yeah. Now, I reckon all in all, it's absolutely bonkers that there was even people allowed on the island when it was level two. Like, If you want to go over there on level one, fine. Because there's a whole another level between that and eruption, you know? Um, good at maths. Either wait for the eruption to happen or wait for it to go down to level one. I don't know if that's possible. Um, but what a mental thing to chance. Yeah. And the tour guides didn't seem to, not like the people tour guides, like the, the pamphlets and stuff, Yeah. didn't 
really explain any kind of risk factor or anything. It all it did was like talk about how beautiful the acid yeah, rivers yeah, yeah. and stuff were and the sulfur rock faces and all this stuff like glistening and beautiful doesn't say anything about the risk or how recently it had erupted i feel like um in well the uk is very risk averse though we mm. have a lot of like oh don't go near that edge you might accidentally step off well don't if, you, if you're not an idiot you won't will you mm. like we're, we're worried about everything so we try and we're worried about being sued is what we're worried risks about in, and risk management in for everything and i don't think other countries are quite as risk averse as we are so mm. Um, there's probably a happy medium. <laughs> maybe yeah. don't go while the volcano's kicking off, but you know maybe we don't need to worry about everyone's every step every day. Well, the reason we have to be like that is because some fucking knobhead <laughs> fucked a Greg sausage roll and said no one told me it'd be too hot. <laughs> do you know what you deserve to have your knob exactly, melted? Exactly, you off actually for that. do. You're yeah. stupid, yeah. man. Like, that is natural selection at work. That is. That's why they ask you now. Like it, it's a bit warm. Is that okay? Oh, I thought it was because, like, it's not hot. Is that okay? Oh, they do that as well. Oh, but, right, okay. Yeah. Um, Weird. That's ridiculous. I love seeing those things, though, where, you know, like you see on social media, there's, like, a sign in a pub somewhere, no whatever it is, and you're like, what can have happened at some yeah. point that you've had to put that sign exactly. up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love those things. Crazy. Mm. So, uh, back in 1975... Oh, Bacardi started erupting and it did not stop. Guess when it didn't stop. Guess how long? <laughs> I was going to say, that's not a real question. <laughs> <laughs> right, guess guess when it stopped. Like as in, in, in days? Three days? What? No, no. no. So what? How, how long do you think this eruption was? It's crazy long. Some four, five days? No. So 1975 it started. Yeah. Didn't stop until September 2000. What? Mm-hmm. What? It was just kicking off this whole time? Yeah. Well, the tourist trade must have really suffered during that time. Well, 25 years of fucking eruption. Why was there ever a tourist train in the first place? Oh, wait. When did this happen? You never told me. Oh, I did. 2019. Did so it was 2013, oh. 2016, and this was 2019. Oh, right. Because okay. you remember you were like, oh, so it's on its it's on its way. Yeah. Remember? We had that. Yeah. yeah we were there earlier. Mm-hmm. We were there. Yeah. Uh, and it was 1975 till when? 2000. 25 years. Right. 25 fucking years it erupted. Mm. Mm. Do you know what? It's an angry little badger. Maybe I'll just leave yeah. it be. Yes. <laughs> little badger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I meant an angry beaver, if I'm honest. But... Oh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they are known for being angry. Now, uh... Plus, there was that TV show. Did you not? Maybe you're too oh, young. Maybe I'm too young. Oh, you maybe never got the pleasure old. of watching Angry Beavers. That was such a good show. I think that's where half my anger comes from. Okay, the only angry beaver that I know of is from Bo Selector. Yeah, no, no. I, I would, I'm going to imagine it's not the same. No, it's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, on the 18th of September 2022, there may have been another eruption. May But have. it's debatable. Currently unknown because the monitoring equipment on Bakari is, uh, is faulty. Um, <laughs> well, that's what you want mm. in an outrageous volcano situation. Well, access to the island is now very restricted uh, yeah. because of what happened, obviously. Um, so the equipment can't be fixed remotely. Okay. Um, so getting over there to fix it. Now, the issue with not being sure is that one small eruption like this could potentially mean that another is imminent. Yeah. And with what we know about Pompeii, I should imagine that people across the water are going to want to know about it. I'd be it. twitchy. I'd mm. be every morning, I'd be looking out the cu- out the curtains like, what the fuck's that thing doing today? Unless I was Marty, because I'd be like, 
I mean, the volcano's not going to hurt me because... Yeah. My ancestors got this shit down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't, then you'd be like, oh, I'm sceptical, it's going to kill me. Yeah. And maybe just don't go there. I wouldn't, no. personally, but no. each their own. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's the story of Vakadi. <sighs> and honestly, I swear to God, if I have mispronounced Vakatane, I think I've just done it wrong. If I've done, if I've mispronounced, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I heard it so many times. The thing is, we are not supposed to know how to pronounce every single thing in every single language. That's no, impossible. That's we that can't do that. That All we can do is our best. Yeah, and that's what I did. Yeah, that was stressful. Yeah, that was. But stressful. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I quite, I love a disaster movie, mm. and like in my head, I could just see all different like um, shots from disaster movies that I've seen with mm. volcanoes in and stuff. And then you realise, oh my god, this is real life. Yeah. It's so scary. Well, the um, little piece of knowledge, the oh. uh, Netflix documentary that's on ne- uh, on Netflix, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? We ought to be sponsored by Netflix. We talk about it so much. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's called The Volcano, Rescue from Vacari. And um, Leonardo DiCaprio had a hand in directing it. Oh. Mm. We'll watch out for him. Indeed. Mm. Love you. <laughs> not as much as I love Mark Law though Mark Law's better um, there was an episode of I think it was my favourite murder I think it was and they did an episode about I think it was in America actually this volcano eruption mm. and there was a journalist who was like there and like stuck in oh no the, he thought he was going to die he thought, and he had his camera and he was like filming his what he thought was his last moments and stuff and it's so well done I'll if I'll find yeah, the link yeah, to it yeah, I'll send it do. to you it's so good that'd be amazing it's really interesting yeah I'm fascinated by stuff like that because and I'm it, like, natural disasters it really because it's so beyond anything you can comprehend yeah. well I was reading about um the one in Italy that I can't pronounce um it <laughs> formed serious. yeah so it formed where two tectonic plates had smashed together yeah. and then forced up and that's just boggling to me how so just that they can fucking force a, a mm. thing and then magma's like hey and like <laughs> shoots out do you know what i mean <laughs> like pissed off because yeah. they've just collided yeah mother nature's like fucking stop ruining my earth yeah stop fighting boys in it don't Mental. make me turn this earth around yeah well, she kind of does all the time, but... That's true. That's true, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. So That, that was really interesting. Thank Escape you. Escape from Bacardi. I hope you guys enjoyed. Definitely watch the, the documentary because there's so much footage. It is really, really good. I'll add the link to the My Favourite Murder episode mm. in the show notes as well if mm. people, people want to cool. listen to that. Um, so, thank you for listening. Yes. Give us a like. And a follow. And, and a share. Yes, and a rate, and a comment, and a like, Just and an love email. Us, okay? We love you. Just love we us. We do love you. We love you lots. Yeah, and hi to our American listeners. Hi, we hi, hi. Oh my God! If you know any crazy volcano stories, tell us. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> I love you, my pretties. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now you believe it. Craziest thing that you'll ever hear. Now you believe it. Now you believe it. You believe anything after a bit. Oh, now you believe it.
Oh, oh. 